What up, boys and girls? It's your boy, your man, Rob Stapleton, with the Rob Stapleton Effect. I'm here with my co-host, my partner extraordinaire, my my brother. What's hey. up, Mr. Marshall hey, Brandon? Hey, what's up, brother? What's uh, good, man? I'm, I'm 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 feeling good, man. I'm feeling I'm feeling wonderful. Marvelous. You feeling good off of this blue? Yeah, off of this new blue we got up in here. Yeah, we gonna, we, we gonna get to that in a minute. Right, we gonna get it. Yo, been here long, and you know what I mean the liquor showed up. So Let me ask you a question, man. Remember when you was little, you go see a Bruce Lee movie? Yeah, most Remember definitely. this Bruce Lee days and shit? Yeah. And then coming home, you be fighting this shit? You be on some, <laughs> some, some shit? Yeah. You be waiting for a fight to happen. Right. When's the last time you got in a real fight? Last time I got in a real fight was, uh, man, probably like about, I want to say about 15, 16 years ago. Yeah, yeah. See, that's grown man shit right yeah, there. That's grown man shit. Yeah. 15, 16 years yeah. ago. Because, you know, the internet's one of these things. The beauty and the curse of the internet is they make this fighting shit look easy. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You ever watch a fight on YouTube? Oh, this yeah. shit never look good. This oh, shit yeah. never look good. Oh, Motherfuckers yeah. getting hit. Motherfuckers yelling out, dude, not cool, dude. <laughs> Dude, not cool. And getting their head busted on the pa- I always It's when the motherfucker fall and their head hit yeah, the pavement. Yeah, yeah, their head hit the pavement. Like you get a lot of views with it, but the fight never go the real way it's supposed to go. Nah, Which brings me to our guest today, man, our special guest today. Yeah, a real fighter. A real fighter. It gets paid to knock motherfuckers right, out. Right, right. You right. know, it gets paid, trained, hands right. registered. A real star, not a world star. People a don't realize star. when a motherfucker say that their hands are registered, what that shit mean. Yeah. Motherfuckers got to register a handgun or a rifle right. or, uh, or AK-47, whatever. Right. But when your hands are fucking registered. Your hands got a serial number, too. That is some shit. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome our guest, Sioux Division champ, one of the best boxers in the world, my boy. Mr. Danny Garcia, Danny Swift Garcia in the building. Yes, sir. Danny, what up, man? Chilling, 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 man. Can't complain. Nah, man. First of all, I want to thank you for coming through, man. You know what I mean? One thing I fuck with you, Danny, is you, you, uh, you, you come from this, you have an East Coast sensibility from you. You know what I mean? I'm a New York guy, you a Philly guy. Tell us about growing, you know, you come from a state. We're boxing, I'm from a city where boxing is huge. It's a bunch of boxers from bunch of legends. Joe Frazier. I'm talking about That's fucking a, legends. Yeah. Joe Frazier. Yeah. I mean, before we get to that, you know, I, um, you say you haven't gotten a fight in 15 years, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you ain't hanging with nobody from 18 to 21. I was hanging with, <laughs> with these two, three little young punks in Miami. You feel oh, me? That? They want to be looking at girls, other dudes' girls, and Saying what you looking at, I almost got four fights because of these young guys. God damn. See, I, I'm gonna tell you like this, Danny. I'm hanging with you. I might talk a lot of shit too, right. knowing that I got you right there. I, I don't fight. I'm like, yo, I, don't, I mean, I fight in the ring, but I don't street fight. But I was hanging with these young punks and they they, they crazy. Hell yeah, yeah hell yeah. They, they, they expect you to clean all of that shit up, right, Danny? Yeah, for sure. Ain't none of them motherfuckers gonna be hell on yeah, TMZ, but yo. y'all asses nah, will fact, be on TMZ. Danny Garcia sued for knocking a yeah, young Yeah, yeah. And so that, like I was saying, man, you come from the city, man, where, where boxing is, is the shit, man. You got Joe Frazier, you got Bernard Hopkins who just retired. You got young dudes coming up like- Sonny like Liston out there. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And then you got you holding your own, man, keeping this door open, man. Tell us about uh, coming up in the streets and jumping into the gym in, in, in Philly. You know, I'm, I'm born and raised, I'm, you know, I'm Puerto Rican, born and raised in North Philadelphia. You know, the, the Badlands part, that's where my dad was from. So um, yeah, I'm just from I'm just from the inner city kid, like you know any like just like a kid from New York, you know what I'm saying, or kid from any big city. I'm just an inner city kid, you know, from the North Philly ghetto, you know, who worked hard, fell in love with boxing at a young age, and just right, just kept going with it. Did your pop used to box? Did Angel? Did he used to box as well? Yeah, he used to he used to uh, train in Puerto Rico as a kid. He never like competed, uh, right? Like like in a fight, but he trained, so he's been around boxing his whole life. Right, 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 right. So that was your first. Who did you like? Like when you first started getting to the boxing, who did you look up to? Everyone has somebody that that was their dude. Who was your dude that was Puerto Rican that you was like, yo, I, I, I admire this dude. Who was your guy? Felix Trinidad. Yeah, it is. That, was, that was a bad motherfucker. Yeah. I love Trinidad. I love Trinidad so much. And then um, I remember when Bernard Hopkins beat him. I didn't even know Bernard was from Philly at that That's point. That's crazy. Yeah. Because I love Trinidad so much. And, uh, you know, like, 
I seen people in Philly, yeah, Bernard, you know, he's from Philly. And I was like, oh, snap. So somebody from Philly beat him. And at that point, I was like, yo, that's when I became like a B-Hop fan. Yeah, I wasn't a bandwagon, but, you know, I, re- I respected him because he was from Philly. You know what I mean? Right. And that's when I was like, yo, B-Hop. To me, B-Hop is one of the greatest fighters of all time. Like, easily top five. Crazy. To me, he can no, be number one. Because his resume is so crazy. Crazy. No, B-Hop was the dude, man, and, 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 and he would get in the ring and fucking dominate you. you yeah, know? I, I, he had, like, that Philly mentality. Yeah, I remember when he when he beat F- Felix Trinidad because on the south end of Hartford is where all the Puerto Ricans was at, and it was, like, a bunch of half-painted cars, you know what I'm saying? Because they, <laughs> they had painted the cars before the fight, but they didn't finish because he ain't win the fight, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, because you know how they That's paint on the windows. That's hilarious. So, but I remember that, man. Yo, Trinidad was, was that dude. So if you're going to look up to somebody like that, that's the type of dude that you want to fucking look up to. So you, you get, what, how old were you when you first got into the gym? Were you, like, 9, 11? Like? My first day ever walked into the boxing gym, I was 7 years old. But I was, yeah, I was training for like a, a few weeks. And then uh, that's when uh, my father had went to prison. So Pops went to prison for three years. Right. And then when he came out of jail, I started boxing again at 10. And then, it's been, and then we, just, we just went in, never stopped. That got to be crazy, man, for you, you know, say that. I, I went through the same shit with my pops, man. I was raised with my pops, not my mom's. And, and I remember getting that knock at the door when my pops had just did some shit. And they were telling me my pops was arrested. And I came downstairs and saw my father in the police car. And it was just surreal. Like, that was my superhero and my, my provider. And he was gone. And I had to live with my uncle for a while. You know what I mean? I knew my pops would be coming home, but I knew I was on my own for a little bit. I had to man up, even at a young age. You know what I'm saying? Go with Superman, because I used to ask him back in the day, can he beat Tyson? He be like, y'all fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew ain't no joke, man. <laughs> I'm like, Pops really made me believe that shit. Yeah, yo, Pops might have could do it. Yo, yo I, Pops, I, I, mean, I seen Pops. Yeah, you fuck him up on here. He's like, y'all fuck him up. I'm like, yo, yeah, so, Now I be like, I mean, yo, man, oh, you crazy, man. Oh, you <laughs> Yo, I'm going to tell you a story about your Pops, man. Um, first of all, a lot of people may not know, Danny, man, when I first met you, dog, I was at me, I introduced introduced to you from a, a common friend that we have. I mean, I met you, sometimes you meet somebody like people that respect me in a comedy game, they go, yo, Rob, you a level dude. I know you, you would be a diva or asshole. I didn't know what to expect when I first met you. And I was like, yo, this dude, he's on the top of his game, but you was dope as shit. And even when I gave you the call to come do the movie, you came down, it was no problem. You came with your pops the first time. The second time you came, you came down with your brother. And uh, I'm gonna tell you this, this is one, one time, you probably don't even know this, man. You were shooting your scene in, 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 in a movie, people don't know, that uh, we did a movie called The Stuff. You shooting your scene, and uh, you out there with the actors. I'm sitting in a van with, with Angel. Angel hit me with some real shit. This is why I thought maybe Danny wasn't from Philly, he was from the Bronx, because it was like a Bronx conversation I was having with Angel. And he told me when you was little, right, and when y'all started going on the road, you know what I mean, to fight, and he told me you, uh, one of your first fights that you had, like you lost this fight. And he was saying, after the fight, he didn't really care so much that you lost. He didn't want you to lose, but he didn't care about that. It was afterwards. He said, after that fight, you and the other kids were all in a hotel room, and you was eating pizza and hot dogs, and you was jumping up, up and down on the bed. And he had to pull you aside, like Joe Jackson did with Michael. And, and it was like a real moment. He was like, Danny, this shit is real. He's like, this money that I'm putting up for us to be on the road and to do this shit, this shit is your future. You know what I mean? And I thought that shit was so fucking real. Man, he, did he tell you the part where he slammed me against the wall, put the iron in my face? <laughs> <laughs> he put the iron in my face, said if I ever lose again, he'll burn my face off. Wow, wow, wow but that's real, man. I mean, come on, man. I ain't never lose, like, after that. <laughs> <laughs> I became the number one national yeah. champion in the world. I was like, oh, shit. He <laughs> says, there's some shit we got to iron out. takes that, uh... You know that you need you need somebody to spark you sometimes. You know what I mean? To me, that was my first time ever going on an airplane. Like when I was a kid in that tournament, mm-hmm. right. that was my first time ever going on an airplane. So I went to Kansas City. So like I was happy to be on an airplane. I was happy to stay at a hotel. So I, I was happy just to be out of the town. Like to me, it was a vacation. So when right. I lost, it was like, it was like, I, it's like I didn't care because I was just happy to, you know, I seen the kids going in the pool. Like it was like a heated pool. 
I saw kids eating food. So I was doing the same thing. I was like, I'm gonna join them, man. It's a vacation now. So, but uh, you know, when you're young, you don't you don't realize the value of a dollar. You don't realize exactly how hard it is, you know, your parents work to take care of you. So I didn't realize none of that stuff because you know my parents always tried their best to take care of me. So I didn't realize it. But as I got older, then I realized that yo, he's right. I gotta, I can't, I can't be, keep wasting his money. I gotta, I gotta make something happen for myself. And that's when like that's when everything changed for me in boxing. Nah, so so pretty much what you're saying is that's one of the moments where the light really came on in your head because you was too young to really realize the business business part of it. You know what I mean? So I definitely understand that. I definitely understand that, man. Who hey, the that, that's, yeah, the, that's we, the little princess in the, in the back. back. I saw a princess. I saw Philly in the back. What up, Philly? <laughs> what up, Philly? <laughs> that's the scene stealer right there. Little right. Philly in the back. Yo, Danny, man. So look, let's take it to this, man. I'm going to get to this. I'm going to get to November. You, you you start training. You go through your amateur career. You fight. You start knowing fighters. You, you start, you know, becoming who you are. I'm going to take it to November 17th, 2007. All of the training that you did. Everything that Angel prepped you with, everything that your brother, everything, the blood, sweats, and tears comes down to your first fucking professional fight. Walk us into what goes on in the dressing room and everything before you walk into the ring. I remember my first professional fight, you know, everyone, because, you know, in the amateurs, you got a headgear on, you got a t-shirt on, and, uh, and the gloves are smaller than the pros, so the amateurs, the gloves are bigger, so everyone's telling me, yo, it hurts, you know what I'm saying, because there's no headgear. It's no t-shirt. The gloves are smaller, so it's hurting. So a lot of people are telling me that. So I remember I was I was like, I wasn't nervous because I knew I couldn't fight. I was just nervous because people telling me it hurts. You know, it was different. <laughs> but uh, I was I was just really nervous. Like, if you see the fight, I was really nervous. I was stiff. I knocked the dude out in like a minute, eight seconds. Yeah, yeah. The boxer's name was Mike Denby. I made sure, yeah, it was Mike Denby. You beat, you, you, you beat the shit out of him. He beat the motherfucker so bad, it looked like minute, the ring girl wanted to end the fight. 38. He knocked him out first round, minute 38. What? It was first round, like 68 seconds. Second round, they forgot to put the mouthpiece in. Second round. Nah, it was first round, OG. I'm just going back. Oh, they forgot to put the mouthpiece in his mouth. <laughs> 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 I ain't gonna, he don't pay. <laughs> you know what I mean? no, you don't pay. You talking about he don't bet me because I don't pay. You don't pay. You know how much <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I won like every bet against him. He never paid me. He owed me like 100000 <laughs> <laughs> So, hey, hey. As long as I owe him, he never be broke. <laughs> he always got money coming, right, you know, Angel? He always got a check up. Yeah, that's so, in the bank right there. <laughs> so let's take it up. Let, let's, you know, so you have your other fights. You making a name out of yourself. You know what I mean? You're using your speed, but you got this power. You got that, you know what I mean? You can hit from outside, but you can take it to the hole at the same time. You, you know, you're, you're, you're starting to make a name for yourself. I believe it was on a Floyd Mayweather, Ricky Hatton undercard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you, uh, fought, you, yeah. you had one of your next biggest fights. Yeah, that was uh, a big opener. That you, was eye opener for me too that night. What what was in what, what what's your what's your recollection of that? Uh, because I remember right, um, I, that was my second pro fight. So mm -hmm. I remember they gave me when you when you're a prospect in your contract, they give they give you six tickets, so, so you want to watch the fight afterwards. I remember I was all, they gave me six tickets, like it was in a nosebleed though, like far mm. up in a nosebleed. And I remember when Mayweather and uh, Hatton was in there, like the crowd was it was a sold out arena. The crowd was going crazy. The atmosphere was crazy, right? So I just look around. I go like this. I look around the arena and I say, damn, I got a long way to go. Wow. Like, that's the only thing that went in my mind. I was like, I got a long, like everything I've done in my career, I got a long way to go. Because the way they the way they sold this out and the atmosphere and the level of this, I was like, I got a long way to go. And then, like, years later, like, I was in a lot of arenas. But I remember that, that just, that really set off a light in my head, too. Mm, 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 mm. Yo, I wanted, to, I wanted to ask you something, because we all, we all know that, like, when boxers train, when they're going to training, that they can't, like, they, like, they uh, abst abstain from having sex, right? Did, did you ever say, like, did you ever be like, nah. And don't lie, because I saw your wife just walk in the back, right. so she's going to answer the truth. Did you, did you ever be like, you... That was one of the twins. Oh, that was one of the twins. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. They get grown. They get grown. <laughs> yeah, they get grown. They grown. <laughs> Did, did did you ever say you know what I, I just I can't wait you know what I mean and and feel and, and and go ahead and do it and feel the results and know why you ain't supposed to do it yeah absolutely this is an exclusive Danny this is an exclusive uh, 
Yeah, I dumped a few times a week before the fight. Look. Like... <laughs> 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 All right. No. All right, yo, listen. Answer that question, boy. Listen, listen, hold on. Time out. Can I answer that no. question? Hold on, let me, let me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let me, let me answer that. No, let me, let me tell you some real shit, though, right? Go ahead. So, every time I do wait a lot, I don't knock nobody out. When I, when I fought Amir Khan, I did like a week and a half. I remember a week and a half. I did it by mistake. You know what I'm saying? I did like one of the moments he just said, like, you know, you just slipping in by mistake. Yeah. And then like a week later, I knock him dead. Like I killed him. <laughs> and, then, and then I do like another one. I do like five or six weeks, right? And then I'll go 12 rounds. I'll be like, time out. So I'm no. clicking up here. I don't know if I should have sex or just, uh, <laughs> now you I, in between. I, you ain't really sure. Yeah, yeah. You ain't really sure. <laughs> He's always gonna say that. I, well, fighters always gonna make excuses because you don't take mm -hmm. that from a guy. Like a, a female is like that's you know something you need. Right. You, know, you walk around like a mad man. Yeah. When you don't have sex, you mad as shit all day. Exactly. I, exactly. I'll be pissed. Yeah. Exactly. I, I need that. Yeah, it I, gives I you extra this, rage. That extra rage. No, but the I thing read, about I read, fighters. I read this study where they say that's a lie. Let me answer. Mm. They say it's a lie. It's all mental. That's it's all bull mental. crap. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, you try yourself. Listen, let me tell you something. You try What's that, yourself. Angel? Don't have sex for about a week. You don't need a month, three months. You need two weeks at least. Shit, I don't have sex in a month. I don't have sex in a week. I'm ready to kick a puppy. That's what I'm saying. But what happens is God made us so perfect that when you don't have sex, you have a wet dream. So you still unload. Listen, you know how you test that? Don't have sex for a week and go like hand wrestle somebody. But he got to <laughs> then, then, then have sex and go hand, hand wrestle the guy. Hand wrestle somebody? Yo, you're so going to see the difference. You want to hear something see crazy? The difference? Okay. I know when he does it. Like, I did a dipper in all your pan. I know when he does it. <laughs> when he's quiet, he, he, he be looking like he's there, but he's not. <laughs> wow. No, it's a lot of times he accused me. me and I was innocent though. I don't know when he put that little dippy somewhere. <laughs> listen, so listen to this, right? I say little because I Yo, Angel getting his own bottle. Angel getting his own bottle, yo. Matter of fact, Angel getting the case. Yo, my shit little My shit hit his shit little. No, listen. The apple don't fall too far from the tree. No, listen. I'm not saying this. It don't fall off of the tree. I didn't say it was little. I said when he was a little kid, I see the teepee. <laughs> Yo, Danny, we'll edit that for you. We'll edit that for you. That's all good. And another, another thing about the I made, bottle. I made beautiful babies. I made beautiful babies. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo. So, um, uh, yo, Angel, man, you crazy, man. You crazy. Yo, listen, I did a study on that, right? So. I thought testosterone. Listen, I thought test, I thought testosterone. <laughs> I did a study on it. I did. Fucking <laughs> the doctor now. What the fuck Listen, wrong with this I did guy? a study. Somebody. I thought testosterone was in your sperm. Right. It's not. It's not. No, it's not. It's in the body. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. yeah. To a sperm. So it's fake. Hey, you. <laughs> Yo, that is wild, Danny, that you said the times that you didn't, the times that you did do it made you more ferocious in the ring. Yeah. That's on his mind. Listen. It's so, not in my mind, because I don't think about it. This is the wall of the heavyweight. He said he had sex the day before his fight. So he said in an interview, I'm not talking what, what, I, what I'm thinking. That's what he said. Right. I'm saying, I, I say what fighters say. So basically, you, what comes out of your mouth, that's what I'm going to say. Gotcha. I'm not gonna say gotcha. lies. I'm not gonna say lies about you. He said he had sex with his wife the day before his fight all the time, his camp, everything. Why you think his legs always looked like jello? Listen, it worked. Why you 40... think the white boy beat the fuck out of him? It worked 40 times. It was just a matter of time that she caught up to him. It worked 40 times. It was a matter of time that she caught up to you. This shit uh, I... turned into jelly. Your fucking had jelly legs. Mm-hmm. Trust me, bro. That's the myth. That's the big thing that everybody talks about with that, no, is that it makes true, your bro. legs weak. And you need every advantage that you can have when you're going against another world-class fighter. Which takes me to something that I wanted to bring, Danny. How, when you really got on my radar was, I remember when HBO was big enough for Mir Khan. You know what I mean? That was their guy. They were, him and Victor Ortiz, they were bigging him up. That was the future of HBO. I remember, 
I lived in Rancho Cucamonga, California. That's where they shot next Friday. I didn't even think that was a real city till I moved out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was smoking and drinking in the backyard, had the TV set up, and I'm watching the fight, right? And I said, something about this DG, this Danny Garcia dude that ain't gonna be a walkover with, with Amir. HBO was building him up, but yeah. they, they setting him up for failure, but they don't know he's the goods. And when you caught him, I, that moment, I was like, yo, you fucking changed the whole playing field with that, with that fight. Yeah, yeah, that's the fight that really, it changed my life. But HBO didn't like me at that point. Because I remember, first I beat Morales for the title, but that was Morales' HBO date. And right. then when I beat Khan, that was his HBO date. So I beat two HBO fighters in the same year for their belts. And that's wow. when I became Unified Champion. But if you notice, my very next fight was on Showtime. Right, but before you even go there, Danny, let's go to the Eric Morales fight. Because yeah. Eric, Eric Morales was, you know, a legendary fighter. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, it was another time that they were setting you up, you know, exactly. to, to, to be the fall guy. Right. And, and actually that was the fight before Amir Khan, which made me want to watch you fight Amir Khan. To see if it was a fluke or this dude is is exactly. is, is the real real, you know yeah. what I mean? Because me being New York, there's Ab Judah and then all of this other shit, and and I was like, yo, this dude is the next one right here. Mm -hmm. And and when you beat him in that fucking fight, you got you know you had the 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 regular Puerto Rican versus a Mexican fighter thing, so the energy was already there. What do you right. remember about that fight? What's what's the most what's the biggest memory you have of that fight? To me, today to this day, like that was my hardest fight, the mm -hmm. first one. The first one, mm -hmm. uh, you know, my nose was swollen. He cut me. Mm -hmm. it, it was just a young guy going into a, into an experienced fighter, experienced champion. Who's been yeah, he used all fight. the tricks on you that fight. Exactly. All the tricks. So, so that fight was hard for me mentally, not really physically, because he was so smart. And he it was like, he was, he set so many traps and, and things like that. He was just experienced, real experienced fighter, like with great feints, great combinations, doesn't let you rest in between punches. So he, mm -hmm. he did a lot of things that I use today on fighters. Like right, so you I, learned a lot. You learned a lot yeah, in that fight. Yeah, yeah. I learned the things he was doing to me in that fight, I do to fighters these days. You got to realize Eric Morales was 59 fights into his yeah, professional yeah. career there. So he was using everything else against to the young buck. Yeah. So that fight right there. So you had that fight. You had the Mayor Khan fight. So then we get to the rematch of the Eric Morales fight. So now the Barclays is open. Now you got a home closer to home. You know what I mean? So now you become the sellout king. This is the beginning of you becoming a sellout king at yeah. the Barclays. Yes, Eric Morales. Now, the thing before the Eric Morales fight was that he tested positive for some enhances. So right. he knew that you was already bringing the goods. Right. So he, you know, so the fight was almost canceled. Yeah. But from what I understand, you decided to go ahead with the fight anyway after a little bit of time. Yeah, and, that was uh, like my first real payday. I was like, shit. You don't want to give up that purse. That's yeah. what I was going to say. <laughs> I already had my money spent in my head. I was like, fuck that. Look, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I was, too. Yeah, I already, I've been in street fights, so this ain't yeah. nothing. You know what I'm saying? So that was the beginning of you starting to make a million, one and a half, yeah, and, and, yeah, and yeah. per fight. You know that what I mean? My, and then that was my first million dollar check. So I was like, I right. Been, when they told me I was making a million, I was like, yo. I was so happy, you know what I'm saying? So, but the the but the thing about it, Danny, is you can see the growth with you in that fight. It remind me of Joe Lewis, like when Joe Lewis lost to Max Schmeling the first fight. That, that was a whole world thing. But you had that mentality in that fight where that was like the next round from the first fight, and you beat the shit out of him in the rematch. You know what I mean? Like you learned a lot from that first fight. Exactly. So, like what I learned, what I noticed from the first fight was that um. He had this certain attack that he was getting me with, but I couldn't catch it. And he was hitting me like, and I, I couldn't see what. So when I went and I watched the first tape, I was like, oh, I know what he's doing. I know what he's doing. So the second fight, I was like, all right, when he does this, I'm gonna do that. So basically I just made some adjustments and then boom, I was able, I was able, to, I was able to catch him and knock him out. Nice, nice. Yeah. So check it out. So you sell out the Barclays, right? This becomes your MGM here, right? You know, they got Danny Jacobs, who's, you know, the local guy, you know, Kid Chocolate, things like that. Then you have the next fight, which made all the sense in the world for Danny to fight Zab Judah. You know what I mean? Zab was, you know, he's the Brooklyn guy. You've showed that you could do numbers there. Then it becomes big. I remember the press for that. I remember uh, uh, I remember Pops Angel getting involved in a- in a, uh, Zab was pulling up a, on up a, 
everywhere, pulling up on us everywhere. It was almost getting disrespectful. In Brooklyn, he pulling up everywhere on us. This is some real. This this got real at one point, but you know it was all it's all part of the journey. You know what I mean? We knew it was in his hometown, so. It, it and and, and I remembered in that fight, that was the first time that really that I seen, even though you got cut in a Morales fight, I remember you really, uh, is that when you had the, 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 the yeah. cut in the middle of the head, the headbutts, yeah, right? Stitches, yeah, on my forehead. It happened in the 12th round, headbutt. What, what, what goes on in a fighter's head when that happens? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, if I'm on stage and I'm doing a set, you know, sometimes there's something distracting, the mic is fucked up, there's something people arguing over a bill. When you a fighter and you have a guy literally trying to knock you the fuck out, standing in front of you, when you have a cut like that, what's going on through a boxer's head? At first, it just felt like a stinging. Like, it was like a sting. You know what I mean? Like, it felt like it was just like like a pinch on my forehead. But then I knew it was a cut when um, I felt it trickling down. You know what I mean? You really don't feel the cut. Like, it just feels like an impact, right? And it just feels like a pinch. And sometimes there's a cut, sometimes it's not. But that, when he hit me, boom, I felt like a, uh, it was like a real bad stinging on my forehead. And then when I, when I started moving around, I sort of started trickling down. But at, when you get, when you fighting, it just, it's like, it don't exist. You know what I mean? Cause your adrenaline's pumping. You're not really worrying about the cut. And you just, you just worrying about fighting. Mm, you just worried about what's in front of you at that point. Yeah, and, and when you sparring, right? Exactly. Like, is that, is that, cause there's type, like you being a, you know, like, like being a caliber fighter, you are, you got all, you got all kind of cats coming to spar with you and stuff like that. Do you ever see a young cat coming up that you know is going to be a good fighter, but you like, I'm not going to show him too much because I might got to fight him one day or something like that. Or is it just all like, do you just go all out and just try uh, to? I mean, sometimes, uh, I, I never, well, I only spar one dude that I fought, you know what I mean? Like before, and then I fought him. But other than that, I never really fought nobody. But a lot of people I sparred became world champions. But uh, also, I, I I sparred a lot of people who I thought was going to be world champions. They just sparred good and can't, when the lights are on, they can't fight. Mm, you know what wow. I mean, it's like mm -hmm. a, a comedian. He That's real shit good. right there. That's real shit. Good. A comedian can practice good when nobody looking. But then when it's time to go out there and perform, they freeze up. So uh, boxing's like that, too, where a lot of guys look great in the gym. But then when it's time to go out there and fight under them lights, they freeze up and they just can't. They can't perform. See, now that's a great segue into what my next question is, Rich. Your next, I don't even want to call it a question. Let's call this a conversation. You know, so right now after that, you know, you beat Zab, you know what I mean? So you, you, people are stepping in front of you and you are doing what you need to do. Money's going up, profile's going up. You know, now you're top 10, breaking your way to the top five. Now the boogeyman comes up, Louis Matisse. That way he's knocking everybody the fuck. What he had, like 35 fights, 32 knockouts, some shit, some crazy number like that. He's the boogeyman. There's always a boogeyman in, in, in there. And, and, and that fight, Danny, and I'm not just saying this because I have you here, that fight, you know, there's certain levels, like when you watch Floyd fight, I remember when that he got that, hurt that against- That was on Canelo's undercard, Floyd and Canelo. I was the co-main event. Right, that was on the Canelo undercard. Yes, yeah. it was, was it was Floyd. on it. I was the, uh, the co-main on that. Right. And it, there are times like when I watched Floyd fight um, Mosley, when he got hurt by Mosley, he got yeah. caught in, I think, second right. round. His adjustments that he made and he came back, let you go, this dude, like this dude can box, he can fight. Yeah. When you went against Matisse, who's a slugger, he was the knockout dude, that fight showed me a lot about you. I was like, yo, this dude is, 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 is the real. What's your thoughts to that? And, and that, what did you walk away with that particular fight, man? Like that fight, I knew in my head, like I was the better fighter, but he had the momentum. Even though I was the champion, for some reason he had the momentum because he was knocking everybody out. The way he was knocking everybody out was like, yo, this dude's crazy. You know what I mean? Nobody, nobody wanted to fight him. Richard Schaefer, the CEO of Golden Boy said that nobody mm. wanted to fight him. And the only person that wanted to fight him was me when I fought him. So, you know, I was the underdog three to one, but I knew I was the better fighter and I went in there like a true champion and I defended my titles. Oh, wow. Yeah. So after that, you know, after that fight, that, that fight, man, just took you to another stratosphere. That's when things just started getting crazy. That's when people started talking about you fighting Floyd and, and, and Floyd handpicking who- I thought I was going to fight Floyd. I, yeah. I thought I was going to fight Floyd after that because I thought that was the whole reason I was on the undercard was he was the winner. I was the winner. 
and set it up for another big fight. But the fight never happened. You know, it's cool. It is what it is. Floyd's Floyd. He gonna do what he want. You feel me? Yeah, and and that's one thing I always see. You always give a lot of a lot of love to uh, not give a lot of respect. Let me say to Floyd, because you know, real respect's real. And one yeah, thing, sure. one thing about Floyd is he worked his way to be able to call his shots for what he was doing and all that up stuff. But at the end of that year, you became fighter of the year because you didn't dodge anybody. You became known as this dude that, yo, I'm not scared of nobody. If I fucking lose, I lose. And this is the part about boxing that makes me the most upset is that Floyd put this thing into boxing that if you yeah, lost, yeah. if you, yeah, he, he did this whole thing undefeated. And it, 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 and I come from an era with Sugar Ray and, and Tommy Hearns, yeah. Marvin Hagler, when they fought Hector Camacho, when they lost, yeah. you didn't give a fuck. You just want to see them fight it four months later. Cause you, cause you wanted to see the fight the best. You feel me? And a exactly. great fight, you know? And then, you know, that's what, that's what, that's all I want to do. You feel me? I always want to win. Like I love winning. And I never thought that I would lose. You feel me? Even when I was undefeated, when I was 33 and 0, you know, when I was a two division world champion, I never pictured myself losing. You know what I mean? It's just something that happened. You know what I'm saying? It happened. But um, like, like Ali even said it. He said, I never pictured myself losing, but it happened, and yeah, you, like you, you don't gotta, see yourself getting you old too. You gotta live with it and keep going. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's, it's just it's a sport. You know what I mean? You know, what I mean? and it took me a long it, it took me a long time to realize that because this could really ruin your personal life. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like you're a comedian and you have a bad night and people start booing you. That's gonna ruin your damn night. It's gonna ruin you. Exactly. Might ruin right. you for the rest of the year. Exactly. But if you say, look, this is just, this is just, I'm just, this is being a comedian. Now I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna just be, right. I'm gonna be Rob Staples and I'm gonna be myself. You feel me? It's just one day. Yeah, yeah. So I just, day. I learned how to, I learned how to just separate them, you know, as hard as it is, you know, and uh, that's one thing I learned about, you know, just being an entertainer is you're an entertainer, but at the end of the day, you gotta be a normal life too. Exactly. And I no. think that's why so many people respect Pacquiao, because even with the L, he's going to come back. He's going to be a payday and he's going to be an attraction. You know what I mean? Right. Like to me, your first the fight against yeah. Thurman, to me, that was a win, even though technically it was a loss. Yeah. It was to me, it yeah. was a fucking what the fuck did you do to keep Thurman that he was never the same again after that fucking fight? What ain't what the fuck did you do to keep Thurman, man? He's still on time out. He's still on time out. I know I broke his arm, I broke his arm, but see what a lot of people don't understand, right? Like it takes a lot of mental strength to fight me. You know what I mean? Cause I'm one of the people who never give up and I'm just always coming and I'm fighting like mentally and physically. So I, I think some some people could recover from that, like that mental battle and some, some people can't, you feel me? And I feel like he's one of the people who couldn't like keep up that same momentum, you know what I mean? Because all of a sudden in the sport of boxing, is it's like longevity, you feel me? Like it don't matter who you beat or who you lost to, if like 10 years from now, you ain't got nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, right. like I see that, I see, I see all these young fighters, yeah, they doing anything, they doing anything, but 10 years after boxing, if you ain't got nothing, then all, everything you've done in boxing don't even matter. You feel yeah. me? As far as like watching, like watching fight tape, you know, like basketball players, football, they watch a lot of tape. Uh, as far as, for you, do you like what your what your fights, what your fights, people you're gonna fight, and just watching boxers that came before you? How much fight tape do you do you watch? Uh, I, I watch I watch tape. I don't watch a lot, but I watch tape. Like as a kid, I mean, I'm a boxing fan, so I always watch boxing. You know what I'm saying? So uh -huh. I know all the fighters, weight classes, and all that because I'm a student of the game. You feel me? And yeah, I watch I watch tapes um, because that's how you get better. And you gotta see something of your opponent, you know what I mean? Cause you gotta be able to like picture yourself in the ring with you fighting him. So that's why I watch a lot of tapes just to picture myself in front of his style and, and doing things like that. Okay. So let me ask you, when, when you end a fight, like now that, you know, your next couple of fights that'll be coming up. And you know, I think the fighting game is just so interesting now. You know what I mean? You know, everyone's talking Crawford and Spence and all that other stuff. And then, you know, you, you, you got you, you got Pacquiao, you got, it's a very, it's very interesting. It's very interesting what the welterweight is. And I'm gonna talk about you moving up to 154 is what I'm hearing. Yeah. That's what the streets are saying right now. We'll talk about that in the- I'm tired, yeah. I'm tired of losing weight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm losing weight my whole life. What's your walk around weight? What's your walk around uh, weight, dude? My walk around weight is like 175. 
Now, I used to walk around like at 162, 163. I think, uh, Spence, don't he swell up to 190? I, I think, I think, um, I think my bones, you know what I'm saying? My body got bigger, so, and I'm getting older. I'm getting older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your natural weight uh, going to increase as you get older. That's what it yeah. seemed like. Yeah, That's yeah, for sure. Like. Your bones get denser and your metabolism slows down a little bit, so. And I think at this point in my life, like, um, in my boxing career, I feel like losing weight is actually hurting me. It's hurting my performance, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to train just to lose weight. You want to feel strong. You want to feel great, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's about skill anyway. Yes, you ain't got skill, you can't win at no weight. Right. So I, what I want to go is into the into the rings. You know, fuck the opponents. We talked about who you fought. If anybody want to know, Google it. Google it. If you don't exactly. know, you know, a lot of new people watching you that know. And one thing I want to say, Danny, I've never seen you and Clay Thompson in a room together. There's a rumor oh, that you're the okay. same person. What the fuck's going on with that, man? <laughs> I don't know, man. He's, I, mean, I like Clay Thompson, you feel me? But I think he's throwing my, my drip, yo. <laughs> I was out first. I was out first. I was out. I was, I was a world champion in 2012. You know? Right. Um, yeah, so when he pulled that Achilles, everyone was calling you. Look, if you look at if you look at all my young pictures when I was like younger, like 18, 17, when I, I already had this, you feel me? So it's funny, we yeah, that's crazy. We kind of do look alike. We do look a lot alike. <laughs> but he nah, I'm a fan of him, you know what I'm saying? Keep doing your thing, but you know, I own this drip. I ain't changing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta come see me. Well, I, I know that's something that you hear a lot. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, that, every that's... day. Yeah. Yo, I used to hate when people say I look like people. Like, am I the only person like that? When somebody say you look like somebody, that don't get you mad. Yeah. I hate when a motherfucker tell me I look like somebody that I look, I don't look nothing like. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm like, yo, I'm gonna go stand next to Clay Thompson. He like. 10 foot, I'm like 5'8". <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna stand here. Y'all still think we look like you all the way up there and I'm down here. <laughs> all right, so before we go into stuff that you do with outside the ring, just take us people, man, you know, because I'm, I'm one of these people, I feel like boxing doesn't get enough coverage on ESPN and shit like that. You know, you watch basketball, you see football, you know, I, if you're not fully into the science of boxing, you really don't get to know some of the other shit. So right, right. make your audience that's listen knows what goes on. In between rounds, are you fucking really listening to your corner in between rounds? And I, I know your father is your trainer, so it might be hard to say, tell Angel to go make a sandwich or something. Notice. <laughs> don't listen, no more. I knew you was coming, Angel. That's it. You can't answer that. That's it. You know what? You get older. You think you know it all. Yeah. No, see, before I was the boss. No, he the boss. Mm. I'm like, I'm like Danny Kirk, Michael Corleone, man. I'm like, Michael Corleone, man. 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 <laughs> you do That's the Danny Montana right there. That's the Danny Montana right there. Yeah. You should do a funny movie, like Tony Montana funny. Hell yeah. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking that's another conversation, Angel. Yo, listen, you know what it is? No, I be you don't listen for shit. I'll be I should be deaf ears. I'll be listening. Next time Dude, I should Angel, I would think that is hard, man, because he's it trying to hard. fight the man. He's trying to fight the man that's trying to knock him out, yeah. and he's trying to listen to your father at the same time. Well, you and and you got 59 it. seconds to get this shit done before you, you got to go back out again. But I try to tell him basic things where he could, where, where the guy is sucker for. So I give it to him simple. I'll be like, use your right hand more. That means the guy's a sucker for that. Mm. But the thing is, trying it. If you don't try it, then you, you don't know if it's going to work. True. So that's when the fight is going to deaf ears because they're going to a zone. They zone into it like your body. Remember, you're trying to get, you got somebody in front of you trying to kill you. Physically exactly. killing you to death. Exactly. That's the name of the game is to kill you. If you if you never read about 18th century boxing, they used to go 50 rounds. Mm -hmm. Wow. Jack Johnson went 25 yeah. rounds on, the, on, the, on, on, a, on a baseball field when he stabbed under the sun. Yeah, Jack Johnson and them used to fight like Jack that, yep. Johnson. Then when you got hurt, they picked you back up and threw you back in until you got knocked out cold. So right. the game to this is to beat you down to kill you. Right. That's what people got on, like you said earlier, just because you lose doesn't make you a bad fighter. You got to respect the fighter just because he put the gloves on. 
Angel, let me ask you a question since you're standing there with Danny. How many fighters, what percentage of fighters you think are able to steal around with just that last 30 seconds? I mean, the judges are in between. Fighters, you got to look at, you got to look at a lot of fighters. Do it. Nobody throws shot through the whole round. Like the last fight Danny had, Spence was doing that, stealing the round right. in 30 seconds. Because mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, I, you know, it's a long story. We'll talk about that another time. Because mm -hmm. this fucking bullshit, Corona shit is going on. It took a toll on right. the camp and all. It was a lot of shit that went on. A lot of shit, a lot of factors. With this, with this bullshit, Corona shit, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know if it's man-made, government-made, whatever the hell it is, a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. Under a lot of quarantine and shit, a lot of bullshit that went on. You got to walk around making sure that everybody's listening, going home, make sure they stay in by the next day. They right. come Nobody's getting contaminated. So it was a lot of shit that went on mentally. You can't. Right, you so can't. like like you you had to, during that fight, did you have to, weren't you once, once sequestered? Like, didn't you have to stay on your floor yeah, in the hotel? I was, I, was in a, I was in my hotel room for like a week straight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember when I walked outside and I smelled fresh air, I got weak. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like you got some pussy. <laughs> yeah, real shit. <laughs> My legs got wobbly. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I was out of the earth for a while and shit. I've got this. That shit was like prison, bro. But I went to a little-ass hotel room into this big-ass arena outside. Like, I was like, yo, this shit crazy. How often was they testing? Was they testing every day? Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they was testing every day. So well, let me ask you this. So I know they fought in Texas. You had a lot of balls to leave Brooklyn to go out there to fight in Texas. I thought that, I didn't think Angel was gonna allow that to happen, but both of you agreed. And it was a business. It was, I understand the business side of why you did that. But explain to the public, when you're fighting and it's not a full, does it feel like a, a spa session that's extra serious? Or can you, cause the crowd, like yeah. explain that. Yeah, well, you know, the Texas thing, I never really agreed to that. But in order for the fight to happen, that, that's the only place because- Stay was open. That was the only place that uh, was open. That's true. For fans That's true. That's true. That's at that true. time during the pandemic. So, but you know, you know, I'm a big name fighter, just like he's a big name fighter. So I Hell felt yeah. like you know, give me fifty. Let's do this in Vegas or LA. Blah blah blah. Those places were closed. So I said, you know what? It's all cool. I've been here before. You know what I'm saying? I'll go to his backyard. I'll go to fight him because that really don't matter anyway. You, all you gotta yeah, do fine. is rumble and do whatever. But at the end of the day, you know. Like I said before, it was a team decision to go over there and do it. And right, right, right. I thought that was huge. I thought that was big yeah. of you, man. Like, yeah, people don't, people don't give you that dap for doing that because the fight would have just been off if you just said, "Nah, like yeah. we signed for this." Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Fight not, the fight wouldn't have happened. The fight wouldn't have happened if I didn't fight in Texas because exactly. In order for that fight to happen, we needed fans and we needed pay per view buys. You take exactly. the gate away, that's a big loss in revenue. Mm -hmm. You know, there, that, there were sixteen thousand five hundred people there. Believe it or not. Exactly. That, that the only other the biggest fight other than that was the Thurman fight, and I remember that was on CBS and Showtime, and I never saw no shit like that before. Exactly. So I hold the Thurman fight. We hold. I hold the record at the Barclays because of that, sixteen thousand five hundred people. But well, you know, I'm at every fucking fight, so you know I know. Texas stadium, Texas Stadium, um, holds a hundred some thousand, but because of COVID, it was only uh ten percent. Which I hate Texas got that open scoring. I hate that shit. Texas got that open scoring, so you know. I don't think they had they... it for our fight, though, for some reason. Yeah, or they did, for real. Houston, not Houston, um, El Paso, Texas. Yeah, one of those Texas. It's El Paso, uh, open. Oh, you know okay, okay. You know your shit. The first four rounds. So you know your first four rounds who's winning. You know your shit, man. And yeah, come on, man. I fuck with this, Dandy. I told you when I met you, I like I I, I know my shit. Like I, I I'm on that on on that box and shit. You know what I mean? That's why it was a pleasure to work with you. That's why I sent when we did the movie, I sent the acting coach out to you. I didn't want to put you in no situation where you wasn't gonna look good. You know what I mean? And 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 then when I met you, everything was on par. Pops was pops. Your brother was cool as fuck. Like I had nothing but respect for you. You know what I mean? For, for everything. So that brings me up, man. Before we let you go, Danny, let's talk about what you got going on, man. You got the fire clothing line, the DSG, but hold you on, ain't send on, me a box on, of hold, shit yet. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we do that, because that's that's the we we when we get into the drift, that's the I'm major. With the camera yeah, I gotta fly. pour a drink for that. I gotta yeah, pour a drink for Angel. I saw when Pop showed up with the camera. Fly. I was like, man, oh, we, we need to yo, get some of them to wear. We need, yeah, I saw. Is that? Oh. What kind of liquor is that? oh, this is this right here. This is Blue Royale. 
It's right. a mix of rum and tequila. I got it. We got a couple of yeah. bottles coming to yeah, you. you. We got, got a couple of bottles. I see you right there drinking. You ain't offering me a shot yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> we had supposed to have gotten the bottles to y'all beforehand. That's our fault, yeah, Andrew. We're trying to fault. send it for the show. Yeah, yeah. You got our word. They'll be in the mail. It's coming to you. It's coming. Yeah, but not when you training, though. But not when you training. You know what I mean? I wanted to ask this, though, because, because, and like, you, you a fighter. Use your hands. When, when was there a time that you, like, you was in the ring and you and you hit somebody and knocked them out, but when you hit them, you was like, I know he out of here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was the con fight, probably. I'm gonna keep, keep it G, right? I'm gonna keep it G. Most times when I hit people and then I go to swing again, they be on the floor, I'll be like, oh shit. Like when you knock somebody <laughs> like when you knock somebody out, you never know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You don't you you land it, but you don't know like until it's done. So right. I, I, I think what's that the Granada? What's that dude named Granados? Oh, Granados? Yeah. Oh my God! You hit that motherfucker so he hard, knew. the clocks went back an hour. Right? <laughs> he knew. <laughs> he knew he got hit. <laughs> you didn't. He... Rod Saka too. I knocked his oh. head into the third row. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think y'all got a bottle of this shit already. I think you got <laughs> No, this shit matches your shirt, Danny. This shit matches Danny's shirt. Look at this. Uh, oh yeah, we got yeah, we gotta talk about that drip too. Yeah, man. so let's talk about the DSG line, man. So Danny, you you know you gotta you know you're a walking brand. So I think that was brilliant. You know, comics after we finish our shows, we sell merch, but you taking it to the next level, man. So where did where did where did that come together? And that logo was fire. Yeah, well, um, me and Pops actually started the DSG shirts like nice. back in 2011 or 10. It was, just, but it okay. said Danny Garcia. It never said DSG. We just, we just started making shirts, printing them, selling merch. And then, um, you know, what's crazy? What really inspired me to make my own brand was a lot of people don't know, right? In 2013, I, I just want, I just had a Jordan deal. I just signed the Jordan. Yeah, oh, I had a oh. Jordan deal. In 2013? Yeah. yeah, I had a Jordan deal. Yeah. Okay. So, and um, I didn't have my brand at that time. So that was my first official deal, but I had lost the deal because I was in a music video with somebody else and they was talking about guns and drugs and all that stuff, you feel me? Right, right, so right. Zero tolerance, blah, 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 bang. Got the deal, lost it like a month later. Damn, damn, damn. So uh, I was like- They call that product placement. The placement was at the wrong thing and right, all right. But, I, but, but this was before I was assigned them. This is old. They just oh, went looking. Yeah. They just went looking. They just went looking for old stuff. You feel me? Wow. Okay. So, yeah. I went Do you to want Jordan. to say which rap it is? You want to say what rap it is or no? Oh no no no! It's like my it's like my shit. Like my music. Oh like, oh yeah. okay right if right okay. Around, you know what I'm trying. I got you. Know, you. I got you. Really, I rap in a box, but this is back mm -hmm. in the day. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I, don't do no more. I got the music label now, but I don't do no more. But I, I actually saw the podcast you did with your man that put you on with the studio. You yeah, had your yeah, man yeah. that put you on. I forgot his name, but he had a podcast and he was the one that translated to your sisters getting into it. And you took that, you know what I mean? Which was yeah, dope. Yeah, but yeah. Yo, we need to get um, a song for the episode. We need to get a song to I play. I'll tell you some stuff. I got some dope shit. But long story short, um, when I went to Jordan, it was one guy who wasn't there. He wasn't there. He was on vacation with his family. I met the whole Jordan staff and they loved me. But the nice. one guy who wasn't there, when he came back, he said, who is this kid? Looked him oh. up, first thing he saw was the video, first impression, boom. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, so bang, so he didn't get to meet me in person. So his first impression was like, what if my daughter sees this? You know what I'm saying? So he be with that joint. And I was like, you know, it's cool. And it wasn't really a lot of money anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Deal. It was just more like, I'm with Jordan, it's good people hype. You know, it's one of the marketing, marketing schemes and shit. So, but it wasn't, it wasn't a lot of money. It was like 10,000 for a patch. I'm like, Something like that. So yeah, but Danny, people don't realize, man, at that time, you in your early, you in your 20s, yeah. you getting it, you coming from Philly, you trying exactly. to get the bag, man. Yeah, you know, you don't exactly. mean nothing bad. You ain't you ain't shooting nobody out on the street. No, you ain't no, never no. been attached I, I to that type of shit. Because I never been in trouble. I never did anything to, so that kind of hurt me at that point. I, 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 um, I worked my whole life to keep it clean image. I don't have no tattoos, not getting in trouble. Like right. I broke the straight line. So when that happened, I was like, damn, that's crazy. But that's when DSG came. That's when DSG. I'm like, look, they was giving me 10 grand. I know I could sell 10 grand in t-shirts. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make you never know. DSG could be the next Jordan in 30 years. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, that's um, true. That's true. Yeah, so you never he started like that one day. So that's what really inspired me to open up my own, start my own DSG brand. That's when I created the logo, DSG. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's when I just went hard on it because I was like, you know what? And then you I'm fuck around and drop one video where you was fucking around with it and the shit went viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, when you had the, the, the silk shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I was like, yo, people started liking the, um, the Danny Montana videos. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's when I would do like the collar shirts, like the Scarface vibe. Yeah. And, uh, and boom, that, that joint sold out like in a week. So crazy because it looked mad expensive, but it's affordable for exactly. people that look good for, you know exactly. what I mean? That's the, that's the main key. Like when I created my brand, I was like, my brand is going to be great quality, but it's going to be affordable. You feel me? Because I want people to, like me, I love, like, that's why I got a barbershop, because I want people to look good. I want people to look sharp, you feel me? Right, right, I remember that. I, I remember you telling barber. me about I used, that. I used to be a barber. I used oh, to I didn't know that, I didn't know that. I used to cut all my friends in the neighborhood. I used to cut my pop, my brother, everyone. Sharpest Damn, thing. Angel got you out there hustling. Yeah, so <laughs> I always, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I always get into the, you know what I'm saying? I was always an entrepreneur. Yo, that like, is some like, Philly shit. Yeah, that is some Philly shit. That is some Philly shit. So that's why I created a barbershop because I like when having my friends, I used to hate when my friends had like a messed up haircut, make them look sharp. And then, you know, with the clothes, I was like, you know what? People be spending all their money on like, like Louis Vuitton, Gucci. I understand it catch people's attention and all that, but it don't cost nothing to make that. Yes. You yes. Feel me? Right. So you you pay you pay a thousand dollars for a shirt. There's a white t-shirt with, with a with a logo on it. When you could do that, you can make that yourself for six dollars. Right, okay. right, right. So, so Danny, people, so I know when you had lines like that, it sold out like in a couple of days or whatever, in a couple of weeks. Do you still have uh, merch like that? Cause I'm gonna make sure we put that up so people can go on yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, got, I just dropped another one. It's like a long sleeve collection. It's like the satin. It's like, nice. uh, it's Danny Montana collection. I still got a few sets left. It's almost sold out, but I got some merch on there. Like I got some, I got, I'm always, Reading up on the um on the inventory, but I got some satin jackets on there right now, like all pink, all blue, all black, black and white. So I got a lot of I got a lot of shit that looks real expensive, but it's great quality. Like everything is custom made. This ain't buying a t-shirt, putting a logo on it. And that's on the website, right? So you know what I'm saying? So best quality, affordable prices. It's crazy you said that because that was always my mindset. I want to make it's good. It's right on the website, right? It's on your website, right? I went on there, I seen. DSGofficial.com. I was surprised. We're gonna make sure that's on the bottom of the screen. We yeah, sure I was surprised on. when I went on the website because I saw you with the with with different joints. So I'm like, okay, like yeah, that's this enterprising, you know what yeah, I mean? It's, yeah. it's, so. Now, Danny, the other thing before we get ready to let you go, um, yeah, first of all, we thank you for the time, you and you for the time. So look, man, I remember when I was talking to you when we were shooting the film, and I told you you should really look to get into some acting, you know, but behind this type. So I know you got the reality show, so the brand continues, you know what I mean? You got you pops, mom dukes, and you got the sisters in a reality show, and there's no better way for people to know you from out of the ring in, in the reality of the Garcias. Let's talk about that, man. Um, let's so, talk about it. You know, people always say, yo, Danny, why you don't do a reality show? You know, your pops, your pops crazy, your sisters, you know, y'all all got like crazy personalities, you know what I mean? So why you never did it? But you know, I was just so focused on being the best boxer. I didn't want to distract myself. Like at one point in my career, I put everything away to the side. I said, I'm gonna just focus on boxing because I know this will pay the bills. This is where the real money at. But, you know, as everything kept going, um, I felt like, you know, the time is now. I'm like, all right, let's do it now. So uh, we had all these meetings on like Netflix, um, like everyone, every, every, every channel you could probably think yeah. about, we was in LA, they all turned us down. Right. Nobody. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a pilot. No, it, it, it's like that. What they yeah. mean when they say that, they say no, but no means no right now. Yeah. And then the, a, a week or month later, they'll change their mind and grab yeah. you on the phone as if you never exactly. talked before. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So, you know, you know the name of the game. Nobody loves you till you hot. Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. That's the name exactly. of the game. Nobody's mm -hmm. going to support you till you know, you're doing your thing. And I understand that. But, you know, when that, when we try to pitch that and no, and no network liked it, they didn't, it wasn't nothing to look at. They were just meeting us. But that's when I realized, you know, I'm going to just do my own shit. Just like the Jordan yeah. situation. You just like I, I did with the movie, did shit. my own shit. There you go, podcast, my own shit. There yeah, you go. I'm gonna do your own thing because when this take off, it's all profit. Right. And I'm giving the people the real me, you feel me? And it's free, I'm not charging nobody. 
You know what I mean? So, you know, it's just one of them things where I just, you know, want to continue to build my brand and people have been asking for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, people, yeah. What the people want it. So I'm giving the people what they want it. They wanted a show. So I'm gonna give them the show. Danny, yo, I think that's dope, man. I told you know it's crazy, man. and I know this shit has to drive you crazy. You know, you got like, let me give you an example. You got people like Kevin Hart in my game, being a comedian, an actor, Kevin Hart. He has to walk this line. As soon as he fucks up, he got to recover, apologize, go on that whole joint. But then you get people like Cat Williams who can do this, do this, do this, do this, fuck up, fuck up, fuck up, fuck up, and then still get this. I, I, I say with Adrian Broner. Adrian Broner, all the talent in the world, but fucks up, fucks up, fucks up, fucks up. You do one fuck up and they want to take a deal from you. You know what I mean? So you walk this fine line creating your brand, man. What do you, what do you got to say about that? You know, it's just like, like I said, everyone has different paths, you know what I mean? Like just because uh, he did it that way, don't mean I could do it that way. So, you know, I, I built my, I built my brain off loyalty. You know what I mean? My brain is clean. I, I never did nobody wrong. I never burnt nobody. I never robbed nobody. I never hurt nobody. Like my brain is built off loyalty. You ask anybody that I've been around, never did nothing bad to them. You feel me? So everything I do is just, I'm just a straight shooter. Like, like Scarface said, like the guy in the movie, like Frank said in Scarface, you gotta, you gotta shoot straight, man. No, <laughs> most definitely. Yo, if, I, I want to say the DSG brand is basically building, you know, real loyalty family, man. That's what we represent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We just building our own empire, you know, brick by brick. Nah, no doubt. Yo, no I doubt. think I, I just want I want to say this, um, because this is my first time getting to talk to a to a boxer on any. Yo, I love the dynamic, the the father and son dynamic between you two. Because it's like one, one, we we all don't get get to grow up with our father. It's another thing when we got a father that care, that's that's there, that's got your back like that. You know what I mean? I think that's a beautiful thing. And I and I always love to see it in boxing. I think all the best boxers are the ones that, you know, that that got the the real corners behind them and stuff like yeah. that. And and so to have your pops have your back like that, I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Thank you, I appreciate it. Now that's yeah. real talk. That's real talk, man. People don't realize how important the trainer yeah, is man. and that your pops and, right. and all that shit. They, they don't realize he's your eyes for yeah, you man, while you in your ring. He has your back. This has been a journey, just like you know, all of us, man. I've been boxing for 23 years, you know what I mean? So you gotta understand I had 120 amateur fights for free. Hell yeah, Dude, hell yeah, hell yeah. I was I didn't make money till I, I really be Eric Morales, and that Eric was, Morales, yeah. That wasn't really money, you know what I mean? Exactly, so exactly, I exactly. My in this game, and just like you know, I just been keep going, man. I can't. Nah, yo, and Danny, I, I totally this. get it. We taking Danny. over everything now. Clothing line, clothing lines, everything, everything. A couple yeah. of questions, Danny, before you get out of here. Before you get out of here, I'm going to respect your time, man. Who the fuck is Al Heyman? Like we all know who Al Heyman is as a promoter or whatever, but Al Heyman, his influence with boxes, I, I don't want you to bad mouth from here. Just his control of the PBC. Let me put it like this. A lot of podcasts try to bait somebody on it to, to set them up for whatever. You know, I, I want this podcast to have receipts. What we say, we really mean because it's fucking factual. You know what I mean? We all know the name Al Heyman, but he's the dude that you don't see. Everybody thought Al Heyman was the other dude that's always in the ring all the time that has the beard. Sam. Sam. Everybody thought Sam was, he's that's like fucking Casa Sosa from. Too. That's my yeah, family. Yeah. Brandon and Marcus, they like my brothers from another. But you mean Al Heyman, he's the, he's the best thing that ever happened to me. Because Floyd story. talks him up. Floyd loves him. I never hear a bad word about him. I just want to hear what Danny met, Garcia has to say. I so much a person who made so many people rich. Yeah, all his mm -hmm. players are rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he's a great guy. I really can't say nothing bad about him. Like, he's just, man, he changed my life. Like, it's but, two people in my life that changed my life. You know what I'm saying? It's three people who changed my life. One is my dad, one is Al Heyman, and the next one is my daughter. They all changed mm -hmm. my life. And he's beautiful. Like hey, right on cue, right on cue, right <laughs> on cue. <laughs> <laughs>
He's like, oh, Yo, call, I, I, I'm just so me. happy you not signed with Top Rank, man. I, that whole that whole Top Rank thing. I'm sure I'm so happy that you're taking the, the plight that you want. So, Danny, on getting out of here, 154. That's the what move we're gonna make. 154. What we doing? Yeah. We are gonna be, fuck with the David Benitez's and and, and, and that. <laughs> no, they up. They up. They up by one. Yeah, they, that's up but, another level up. Yeah, right. yeah. So, but um, yeah. I mean, like I said, I want to go to 154, but if there's a fight I can't deny at 147. Then I'll do 147. I can still make 147, but I, I wanna I wanna start a new chapter in my career. You know what I'm saying? I wanna do like how Cotto did it, 140, 147, 154, or like how Trinidad did it, 140, 147, 154. I wanna be in the in the in the in the list of those greats, you know what I'm saying? Right. What the okay. fuck do you think about Oscar De La Hoya coming back? You know I was gonna say that. No, I was gonna tell you, tell Oscar, we fight him at 160 <laughs> on his comeback. <laughs> one, want Oscar don't want that smoke. Oscar <laughs> do not want that Oscar smoke. Comeback. At 160, we'll go all the way to 160 for him. Yeah. I see Marquez and uh, what you call him? Hey, Cotto gonna fight an exhibition. Yeah. Exhibitions and exhibition. This just is real fights. Yeah, yeah, but they yeah, like, man. they like, yo, these people making all these money on fights that don't that count. Money, bro. That's what it they was. Like, they in it for the bag. Fight to fight a fight that don't count. And probably make more money than I ever made in my life. Yo, these young shit right. The zone is. Not <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to start sparring. I'm about to start putting yo. my sparring matches on pay per view, yo. Yo, listen, <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Be more than the fights, better than the fights anyway. Most of the time. They got YouTubers <laughs> making a million dollars. Hell yeah. yeah. And then Hell he was yeah. 20 and all, he was making $175,000. Exactly, uh, exactly. Everything changed, started to change after that Morales fight. They no, make you pay your all fucking dues. That's your money right now, the zone. Exactly, exactly. Money on these young boys. Exactly. I mean, so Danny, man, look, man, Um, you and Angel, man, I got so much fucking respect for y'all. Excuse Thank me, you, in front of your daughter. Um, I have so much respect for y'all. Thank you so much for taking time on here, Dan. Thank you, definitely. And Angel, thank you. appreciate it. Angel, every time I'm around you, man, you, you, you're so real, man. I don't care. They try to cancel Angel, but Angel is yeah. so real. They took the microphone away from Angel, man. He had He's to, like the, the show, time. The Wire. Remember The Wire? The, 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 the Wire was too real for HBO at that time. Yeah, yeah bro. You seen that, that? They took that shit. Other, other promoters don't let their coaches talk. They just BBC took man, it you away. Ain't, you ain't the average coach, OG. Oh, listen, I was watching Eddie Murphy delirious. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yo, they will never be able to say what he said today. What he said, oh, what he said about no. the homosexuals and all right that. Off the right off the oh, rip, I was like, way. oh, yo, great analogy, Danny. Yo, right. Listen, so I was watching that, right? I'm like, yo, it, it caught me off guard because I'm so used to everyone being so sensitive now that everyone protects, like, says certain, says certain things. But when he came off the rip, was saying he was saying, like, I'm even scared to say it on here. But he he was I was like I was like yo this you is can't a, talk about gay you can't talk He's saying, you know, I think Danny should have been more busy, blah, blah, blah. He said, yeah, yeah, he got a couple of bruises, but that's what comes with the package. Yeah. Plus, he's light-skinned. You're going to see it more. <laughs> that's the first. That was oh, so fucking yeah, When he was talking about the jam, like, what jab? You lost to yourself. If you look at that fight, Danny lost to himself. Exactly, exactly. If you look at his hands, going, he would have beat him, man. He ain't beat hands yeah. from fucking jab. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck yeah. are you saying that? Yeah, yeah. it's oh, just, my, my point was just your realness, Angel. Your, your realness yeah, is appreciated, saying, brother. It's a real, it's appreciated say, in this day and age. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is sometimes a man got to watch what you say because you could crucify yourself for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You got to watch what you say. Like, you're a fighter, bro. Fuck, we gladiators, bro. I'm going to fuck you up. That's it. Mm -hmm. and you right. Ain't no, you're right. Jab. He ain't beating with no fucking jabs. 
He right. said, no, you, I don't, I don't even, we don't even have to rehash that. You know what I mean? We, yeah. you know, I love the way this, this, this conversation went without anybody could Google that YouTube it. You right. know what I mean? We know what the fuck that was. Yeah. So Danny, what's up next? Who, who you look next two fighters you want? We're we going to have uh, millions of people watching this. Right. Who, who, so, who would you uh, like? Who's your wish list out of your next two fighters? Uh, who would you like to have? To be honest, um, I couldn't let you out of here without asking would, that question. I would really like to fight. I would like to fight Thurman again. He's. I would like to fight Thurman again. I nice. Think, um, and I would like to fight. I would like to Khan, fight Mike. Uh, um, Mikey Garcia or Amir Khan. Those are three great. Because you know, Khan, Khan still a fight that people want to see. No, no, no. Those are three dope fights. Those yeah. are three dope fights. Three sure. dope Oscar. fights. And they call, you know, or, you know, <laughs> no, Angel, Angel said, Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angel said, Angel said, I'll take that bag. We'll take yeah. that bag. We'll yeah, take that bag. Those are, those That's are 147 nice fights. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Rob Stapleton effect. I would like to thank our special guest joining us today, champion. My man, Mr. Danny Garcia, right. and, uh, and the superstar yeah. in the building, Mr. Angel Garcia. Let's Thank go. you guys. We applaud you guys for your time and Thank your Thank you so much, man. Thank this you so much for coming one, in, man. man. This is a dope Appreciate you. Hey, the bottle's coming, all right? Bottles are, bottles are coming. You got it. Love you guys. Thank y'all. Everybody think I'm going crazy.